KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. I'm Matt Leon, and our final one on one college football preview leads us to the University of Pennsylvania to check in on the Quakers. Now, Penn didn't play in 2020 due to the COVID 19 pandemic. Back in 2019, Penn went 5 and 5 overall, 3 and 4 in the Ivy League. Now, the Ivy League starts later than everyone else schedule wise, so the Quakers are still in the middle of camp, getting ready for a September 18th season opener at Bucknell. Caught up with head coach Ray Priori to talk about this Penn squad. So first of all, coach, I know you guys are not as far into camp because your season starts later. But to this point, the first week of September, how are things going? Um, I think we're on on track right now. I think the kids have come back in real, real good shape. Uh, all the, uh, you know, real, real good spring. Our kids trained hard in the summertime. A combination of um, work with some talents and some kids with good experience. We've uh, had a good uh, a week and a half here to get started. How much of a challenge was it not playing last year and keeping the kids connected, keeping them on point, keeping them feeling like a part of the program and just kind of being there for them when everything was going sideways? Sure. Uh, Matt, I, I think our, I, I give credit to our staff and they give it to the leadership or our fifth year kids and our seniors who really understood where we were. We had to stay together uh, as best we could. So last fall, our kids did a tremendous job with uh, those who were back in Philly training, training here together in basements and, and other places that weren't allowed to be on campus. And then, then when we were able to get back on the campus in, in uh, February, uh, we made the most of it. We, we trained uh, those three months. Um, we had a full um, spring ball uh, session or winter program uh, was right intact with it. Um, obviously, with, with COVID, we had a little bit of social distancing, not using locker rooms, but we were able to really push forward. And uh, but a, a large number of our kids stayed on campus this summer. And I think the combination of, of our leadership, as I said earlier, between our staff and our and our seniors, and uh, was was very very helpful. And then we utilized a lot of uh, different ways in Zoom and in different software platforms that helped us uh, keep them being very engaged. Uh, football-wise, different ways of, of, of teaching the game. Did any of the things you had to do over the last year and a half by necessity, do you think they're going to stick around that you guys have seen that, hey, this might even work better than what we were doing? Yeah, I think there are certain things uh, by, by sure. I, I think one of the, uh, the the best things I thought was, you know, uh, our staff getting very, very connected with our kids in the offseason, the weight program, where we would have been down with them uh, a session with two here and there to help on out, but being around just to get a chance to know them. I think that was, that was really pivotal uh, uh, there. Again, we've introduced um, a couple of different software platforms that give you playbook and different things that helped us become a little bit better organized teaching wise. And I think things that we can continually use uh, remotely. Um, you don't have to bring everybody down to have a short, quick team meeting. We've all learned that uh, in the, uh, in our world and then in, in the business world. So you're able to get the guys on a, uh, on a call uh, for a 15, 20 minute quick zoom that you need to get, uh, get through. So um, we try to take as many of those outside sources and bring it on in and uh, uh, apply it to where, where it makes sense. As far as positions are concerned at this point, where do you see the strengths in this group? Yeah, I would, on offense, I would uh, would have to say it's in our running back group core and our wide receivers. Uh, at wide receiver, we bring back uh, two all-league performers, uh, Ryan Craig and R.J. Starkey. Owen Goldsberry uh, 
came on towards the end of the year. So we have some good depth there. Say Malcolm uh, comes back after injury. Uh, and we had two uh, sophomores at the time, you know, back in 2019, um, who played a lot, Trey Flowers and Jonathan Malatu. So we had some good depth brewing there. And then on the defensive side, um, you know, we have probably a little bit more depth. I think we have more returners coming in the defensive line. Um, uh, Prince Amelia is coming back. Um, Jacob Heimlicher, okay, uh, you know, played all these kids played as sophomores and Micah Morris and on the inside linebacker, Brian O'Neill comes back. So we're re- really happy there. And the secondary, um, we have uh, three or four kids that had significant playing time already. So uh, we're excited about those prospects right now uh, as, our, as our foundation, as our base, as we begin to move forward. What's the quarterback position look like at this point? Yeah, it, it's competition. It was that way in the springtime. Uh, we had a uh, handful of kids working real hard there. Uh, we again trying to build it slow because again, none of the players have any uh, actually playing experience or game experience coming into it. So uh, we had to build that one step by the time. And it, it's a good competition. I think the kids will, We'll find out more coming out of this upcoming weekend. We'll have an inter-squad scrimmage and then uh, probably going to first part of next week and making uh, start shaping those those repetitions uh, in a direction. What was your biggest question coming into this camp, and have you started to get an answer? Sure. I, I think one of the biggest questions were, obviously, you never know about the freshmen, right? They're always coming in the first-year players. But I think the, the bigger question was, you know, the sophomores, okay, they didn't play in the season. You only had them for three months. You didn't have them for the fall and the other stuff. And how did those, how would those kids develop and, and mature, okay, with it? And I think we're seeing some some positive um, results right now. Truth be told, we won't know what it really like until they actually get into the real fire uh, of a game. So um, that to me is, you know, again, right now I think we're sitting uh, uh, in the probably the biggest question coming on into it. That was number one. The, number two is – you know, the kids truly haven't been through a preseason consecutive practices one after another. And, and the health of your players, I think, is real important. I think you saw that if you talk to other coaches at other levels, what, you know, a lot of those soft tissue issue, issues and, and injuries that people have when you're not consistently training. You could train by yourself as much as you want. There's nothing like going through a you know, two and a half hour of a real practice uh, at the collegiate level. It's going to be a little bit different of the intensity. So uh, we try to weigh that, make smart decisions as we uh, sort of implement ourselves on the uh, uh, preseason camp. Where are you on special teams? How's that group looking? Sure. Um, special teams, uh, you know, we got to replace a long snapper. Um, so Ryan Manley uh, is, is a young man out of uh, Atlanta, Georgia, who's done a real little job. And let's understand this, you don't have a good punter or a place kicking situation unless you have a real good long snapper. I think Ryan uh, will do continue to do a good job. Ben Krim, uh, as a freshman, got on the field for a couple games, um, has had a really, real good camp to date. Um, and on the place kicking, Dan Karish uh, is joining us again. He played and kicked uh, uh, as a sophomore coming into his senior year, and he's, you know, again, leading that stuff. Made a cl- uh, clutch field goal with no time on the clock at Cornell last year. So he's been in some tight games and has some good experience. I'm curious because I know in past quote-unquote regular years, the Ivy starts so late that you hit a point where you can just tell the kids have had enough of hitting each other and they've been watching football for a couple weekends. Do you anticipate that being a little different this year just because there was, it's been so long since you guys have playing, the kids are just kind of relishing being out on the field and maybe that uh, anxiousness will go away because they're just enjoying 
getting to do this again overall? Yeah, and I would say that probably most coaches would say that when you go through our, you know, 24 days of preseason camp, it's that middle window. You know, the first week everyone's excited when you get through that practice, you know, eight through, you know, 15 of the ones where you see, okay, gets a little tiresome. But we're in the middle of that second group right now. And to your point is I think our kids are are still playing with a lot of a lot of juice, a lot of excitement. And I use the word grateful, grateful to be back on the field, uh, doing what we love to do out there in practice and uh, the uh, the friendships that, that affords out there. It's been it's been great, but it's, it's it's they're working hard. And I think that's a key thing. And they understand, obviously, how having a season is, is, is fragile uh, between not having and having it. And so we've been uh, uh, the kids been the attention to detail has been really good. And there's always an anxiousness, I'm sure, for you and the coaches before any season. We know what these kids can do in in the past. We've seen them here. But we don't know what this group is going to do until when the lights are on. Is that even heightened more because there was no season last year? Kind of the uncertainty of what this group uh, will do once it once it starts to count? Yeah, I, I agree 100% with it. And I said to our staff – as we approach into the season, you know, more than ever, how you coach, what we say, what we do has a real, real impact on it. Because again, they're going to follow our lead. And then it's all how you build in your senior leadership. And I do, do believe we have uh, some tremendous uh, upperclassmen who have been in the battle before and they have to show the way. Uh, they have to be the leaders through those, those good times and not be overexcited and over anxious. And obviously uh, when we start having, um, a little bit of turbulence, they can grab each other and hold each other and let's fight through some of the tough times. So I'm excited on both fronts because I think our staff has done a truly a good job over this last year and a half of uh, keeping the kids intact, keeping that brotherhood very, very uh, tight and compact. And on the other side, I truly believe our players and our upperclassmen uh, have done a tremendous job with that as well. So you're trying to forge a lot of things and moving pieces together. Uh, but again, to your point is uh, – you know, on the 18th against Bucknell, we'll see how we uh, react when the, the bullets still are, are flying for real. 